Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simen Tavchav Tes, in the middle of Alacha Yudzayin, section 429. We are in the middle of the 17th Alacha. We started to discuss Isru Chag. We explained that it says that anyone who brings an Isr, a binding, to the Yamtif by eating and drinking extra, more than one normally eats and drinks, and that's the day after Yamtif, is considered by the Torah like somebody built a Mizbeach and brought a sacrifice on it based on the verse Isru Chag which as the Gemara interprets bind to the festival with and heavy and fat sacrificial animals until you bring them to the horns of the altar. Okay. Okay now, excuse me. Accordingly in these countries it's customary to increase slightly one's eating and drinking on the day after each of the three festivals. That's referring to Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. And one should not fast on these days. And this restriction includes even a chosan and a kala, a, bro- a groom and a bride, on their wedding day. And one who fasts on the date that his father and her mother died, the yard site, as is going to expl- be explained in section 568 and 573, which are not extant in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, uh, the Ramah talks about fasting on one's parents' yard sites. Um, and the Magad Avram discusses a chasna and a kala fasting on the day or the day before their wedding. Okay, now this prohibition of, of not uh, fasting is merely a custom. Excuse me, of not fasting on Isru Chag is merely a custom. According to the fundamental principles of the law, there is no prohibition against fasting on these days. Nevertheless, one who refrains from doing so is praiseworthy. Hadez HaMeshubach, as... Explained. Okay, Alacha Yudches 18, Bamed Devarim Amurim, the Altarebbe qualifies when does the above apply? Beyoim Shalach Rapeshach, Shalach Rasukas. On the days that follow Pesach and Sukkot. However, the day after Shavuos, it's forbidden to fast Minadin, according to law. It's not just a Minig, but the day after Shavuos, it's forbidden according to the law for the rationale to be explained in section 494. And there it's explained that the Jewish people as a whole brought their burnt offerings when presenting themselves in the base of Migdash on the day following Shavuos. And therefore, according to the law, it is forbidden to fast the day after Shavuos. Okay. Halacha Yutas 19. One of the great halachic instructors, here the Altareb is actually referring to the Maharshal, Rabbi Shlomo Luria, whose observance of this practice is cited by the Shalah, so he would instruct the people of his generation to separate some of the flour that was ground to be used for matzahs on Pesach and bake bread or cook food from it and eat this food before Pesach. It's desirable to give this food to the poor so that they eat it before Pesach. What is the reason for this custom? The rationale for this custom is that if there is a chashash, there's a suspicion that there was a trace of chametz in the flour, it can be assumed that and said that the entire trace of chametz was in the small portion that was already eaten before Pesach, as will be explained in section 453 and section 466. Um, in 453, it talks about what one should do if a kernel of grain that be- became chametz was mixed with other kernels of grain. If the owner is going to suffer a severe loss by discarding all the grain, now the Rebbe grants him the leniency of discarding one kernel from the mixture and keeping the remainder of the grain. In section 466, it, it describes a case where water fell on flour, and that flour became mixed with other flour, which had not come in contact with water. In a uh, shasatchak, a pressing situation, the Alter Rebbe allows the mixture of flour to be baked before Pesach, 
but suggests discarding a small amount for the reason that we just gave. Okay, continuing. Nevertheless, even though there is this custom, it's only a stringency. Because according to the fundamental principles of the law, we do not assume that any adversary occurred. So we don't assume that anything negative happened so that it would be necessary to be concerned about the possibility of a trace of flour leavening. And this is a general principle in Torah law. This concludes Halacha Yutes, the 19th Halacha, as well as the entire section 429. Today we, can, we explained more details about Isru Chag and what the custom for not fasting on Isru Chag except for the day after Shavuos when it is forbidden to fast, Minadin. And we also gave the explanation of the custom to separate some of the flour ground to be used for matzahs and to make bread out of it and the reason for this custom. This concludes today's shear again and the entire Simen Kaf, um, Tav Chav Tess.